As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Ying.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman, where you'll learn to awaken your divine intuition and open your human heart. Sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and learn. Here's Sarah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. Today is nearing the end of March, not quite, but March 24th, 2020. And I like to say the date so that those of you listening live know it's a live show. And those of you listening to the recording can kind of orient yourself in time to uh, what's been going on in the world, which is, of course, uh, we've been going on, um, we've been going into The coronavirus has taken the world over and we are dealing with how to look at this, how to get through it, how to keep our mental state clear, how to stay mentally strong and also how to stay mentally gentle with ourselves. And we're going to be talking about all of that in today's show. Um, Today is Free Readings Tuesday. Uh, don't call in yet. We've got the lines full at the moment, but in a little while, you can call in to 844-390-8255, and you can write that down, 844-390-8255 for Free Readings Tuesday. We do this every show, um, and uh, it's a chance to share talk about your situation, talk about what you're thinking about, um, and just kind of connect as spiritual community. You know, the original title for this show, because I do them in advance, um, I did the titles back in January, it was How Can We Spiritually Connect to Weather Patterns, Learn Why We Are One with Nature's Activities and What We Can Learn from This. And what I've realized is that you can substitute um, nature for illness or for virus, and you have the same situation, Um, always the same patterns, the same laws 
apply to everything in the universe. So whether we're talking about uh, weather or uh, the virus or um, finances or relationships, whatever it is, it all uh, they these everything follows the same rules. And what we're looking at right now is um, we are looking at the virus as an absolute, not just a wake-up call, but an absolute wake-up call that asks us to change. And if you think of of when when we frequently have these ideas of near-death experiences or unexpected accidents or unexpected shifts in our personal lives, we all know that those events um, are designed to disrupt us, are designed to get us to pay attention, and usually result, um, I, what I would guess is that for most of you, if you've had these experiences, says they usually result in massive changes to your understanding and to the patterns that you were living in. And this is the same for this virus situation worldwide. We are getting, if you think of the world as one being, this one being has suddenly uh, received um, a giant wake-up illness, right? And this illness is serving to disrupt the one being, the world, all of us, into looking at a few things about our understanding and a few things about our way of being, how we're living on the planet. So, you know, a couple things that have happened are the virus is a great equalizer, right? Everyone is susceptible. Everyone might be have uh, asymptomatic immunity. We don't really know uh, the amount of money you have, the um, your health, your age, really, it's all just unclear as to who can be affected and who can't. So we're all equally at risk. And the strange thing is that we have to separate from ourselves and spend some time alone as part of this this quarantine that's required to slow the virus down. And what this is doing, we talked about this last show, is it's like we're all being forced to go into a great big collective time out or you know if we had um, an Ill- illness in years past we might have to go into isolation or quarantine or respite or retreat by ourselves in order to stop pause and consider what's really going on and so part of this is getting everyone to stop and pause from our incessant drama and distraction and um, incessant obsession with all the world news and all the world ideation. And we are asked to being stopped to pause and look around and see what's really in front of us. And so for a lot of people, this has been having, causing a lot of stress because if you haven't been doing inner work, you're being asked to look at yourself, at your habits, at what you think you really need, at how much time you spend on social media or newsfeed, and how that makes you feel, and if it has anything at all to do with true reality. The other thing is that this virus has asked us to 
um, put all of put each other first, put the collective first instead of the individual. Now there's been some sloppiness around this with hoarding and so forth, but um, we are asked to shut down so that we can help others. And this is a rare occurrence in modern society. Mostly, mostly the way we have been living is thinking of ourselves first. That's how we've all been living for a long time. We've been thinking of ourselves first as a collective. So there's just the jostling for position and trying to get ahead or trying to get your needs met. And now we're being asked to look at humanity as something we're part of, not separate from. And we are asked to put the collective first by staying home and so forth. So this is kind of a new idea for humanity, or it's an idea we haven't had uh, probably since the World Wars, the idea of serving the collective instead of ourselves. And of course, this is where our greatest strength comes from. This is what is going to save us. The sense of the collective deciding where we're going to go with this virus versus each person jockeying for their own position. Um, I would like to right now have us do a little meditation, then I'm going to go to the phones. And this is the Buddhist, uh, I believe it's called Tonglin Um, and it might be seem a little different than you think. Usually we tend to want to breathe in the good and breathe out the bad. That's fine. That's a good practice. But what I'd like you to do right now is to close your eyes and let us all go to a place in the universe. I'm going to call it the blue planet. Those of you who've listened to the show know we go here a lot. And just go there and you can see all the other souls listening now and listening in future. Just go to that blue planet. So we're going to be staring back down at Earth from our other planet that we're all on together as a soul portal or soul meeting point. And I would like you to safely and easily and with zero fear just begin to breathe in the suffering on earth and just, you're not, it's not attaching to you. In fact, you're going to transmute it. You're going to breathe in as part of the suffering, all the suffering you notice. And then you're immediately going to shift and transmute that into pure love and healing. We're going to blow that out. So in through the nose with compassion and out through the mouth with love. And in through the nose with compassion and out through the nose with love. We do this two more times. In through the nose with compassion. And out through the nose with love. And one more. In through the nose. And it's 11.11 right now, Pacific time, which is why we're doing this all together. I'd like to invite you as you experience uh, waves of panic or waves of, uh, you know, 
just feeling, I invite you to do that practice and understand that Soul Collective, as we've been talking about uh, earlier this year, is Soul Collective is aware of itself. This is our great disruptor, and we are invited to learn from it and to shift our way of thinking from being out for ourselves to supporting the collective and supporting our evolution. Uh, two things, uh, ho- housekeeping-wise, we have some great courses for $15. I just um, opened registration for the Past Life Project for April. And also the Anxiety Project is going to just run. Uh, you can take that anytime. And there's tons of other courses, of course, but they're all $15 um, online courses. Some of them are in community. Some of them you take by yourself. Um, go to the sarahweisman.com, go to courses, you'll see them all laid out. Um, I really want to have these courses be of great support to you, uh, which is why I keep the pricing really low. Alrighty, let's go to the phones where it looks like we have Jackie calling from Olympia. Jackie, welcome to the program. Jackie, are you there? And it's 11. Hi, yes I am. How are you? Hi. Hi, very good. Thanks for calling into the show. Uh, what is on your mind? What can I help you with? Um, I'm here just to see uh, what it would be like to receive a reading from you because I'm listening to your show as well and I agree this whole virus is like a collective cleansing of all the, the sickness and the dark energies for ascension, global ascension. Um, but yeah, I just would love to see what you feel or sense about my contribution. How can I contribute to the global ascension of the planet mm-hmm. or what specifically I could do? I don't know. I don't know how you do your readings, but I'm just open to see what you have for me today. I yeah. Much well, the, yeah. Thank you. And what do you do for your work? I'm curious. Well, actually, my main jobby job, if you will, not that I get paid for it really, but I love to help people feel better, to receive, to release their traumas and to help them be more uh, in their bodies, present in their bodies, and to just be aware of their divine self and to live in love and light and compassion for mm-hmm. themselves and others. So if you were um, going to work with somebody, and I always, you know, if you haven't listened to this show much, you know, I always go around and around and, and, and uh, I have a, there's a method to my madness. Uh, uh, so the short answer is you are invited to, and what I'm finding a lot with what we would call light workers or healers and empaths and sensitives, what, what you and what I and what everyone who's able to, act, who understands how to access into the divine realms, we are asked right now to step up in as to meditate on the world, to meditate on each other, to, you know, pray, to do ritual, to do practices like we should be full time busy (laughs) with that stuff instead of going through our news feed going, ah, you know, it's like we as a collective have the ability to shift it same way as if a person who is sick has the ability to shift their response to an illness just by the practice you know how they think about it or the practices they do so how would you so you already know how to work with individuals um yes how would how would how would you describe how you would do it 
to help globally, what would your practices be? Well, I've actually started week, uh, meditation on Facebook that's open to everyone to actually do just that, what we're talking about, like ascending the vibration of the planet by dealing with whatever's coming through. Like yesterday I had light language come through to anybody that wants to be activated. Today I had an, a transmission of energetic uh, healing, mm-hmm. deep core wounds that are keeping people stuck in like reactive behaviors, addictions, and so forth. So, yeah, I'm just putting mm-hmm. myself out there in platforms that are social media oriented and they're open to whoever wants to find me right so i'm Mm -hmm. doing that i'm doing more of the same i'm just curious i guess i mean i guess i'll just keep doing what i'm doing (laughs) yeah and so and here's the here's the next part so that's exactly correct and it's important that um whoever's a light worker whoever can do what you're doing begins to do this because it's almost like we're spreading the word and we think as part of the same tribe, the same spiritual tribe, we, we understand it's like we're preaching to the choir, but now the choir members have to go out and sing to everybody on the street so they can hear the message. So it's sort of like we have to, anybody who has the skills should be out there making some kind of offering for free, whatever, or low cost, um, so that the word can spread more because in the past, it's kind of been like we've been a bit of a closed system, like New Agers or spiritualists or whatever. Now is the time to spread out and try and reach more people to help that consciousness lift. And then the other thing, Jackie, is that um, what I've been thinking about a lot is not only the immediate need for healing uh, practices that people can do, um, but uh, you know how after a trauma a lot of times people get PTSD and so forth. And this is going to be over. In my feeling, what I've been receiving is, and even though it makes no sense whatsoever, I feel this is going to be over sooner than we're anticipating, um, which is I keep checking in. I keep receiving that. Um, I try not to be overly optimistic, you know, like, but that's what I keep receiving. But after this wave of uh, what this is, there's going to be a need for, supporting people in post-traumatic trauma and sorrow and grieving for the change that has happened. We aren't going to immediately have a light switch. We're going to be, we are all going to be permanently changed by this event. So you might begin to create some programs for a little bit later on that will begin to, um, you know, support the need of people who are going to be healing from what they're going through now. That would be my suggestion to you to start thinking about how you could do that. Planning, planning ahead okay. for the next step. Yeah. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate your time and um, we appreciate the support and example that you're lending for all of us and uh, appreciate your ideas. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you for the reading. Thank you for being present for all of us as well. And blessings to you. Oh yes. Blessings. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, so all you guys who are um all you guys who are light readers, workers, all you guys who can are empathic, sensitive, now is the time to some of you have been hiding away for a long time and now is the time to step into the open and say, "Hey, this is what I do. This is how I can help. These are the meditations I can do with friends. These are the things we can do um these are the things we can do um, 
in terms of lifting each other and especially talking to people who may not be readily available to hear this language. So, for example, uh, you might talk to older people who don't have a spiritual practice or you might talk to people that normally um, normally wouldn't have any interest in spirituality and suddenly you're finding that they are. Suddenly you're finding that they are. I think we have another caller ready. Uh, let's see if we can do that. If not, I, I'm going to go on to the April channeling. Is the caller ready? Yes, I think we have Aaron from Arizona. Aaron, are you available? Aaron, are you there? Hello? Oh, hi, Aaron. Thanks for your patience. It's Sarah. What can I help you out with hi, today? Hi, Sarah. Hi. Um, well, what I wanted to talk about today was something that has been um, on my mind a lot lately. We um, we have started fostering hospice dogs um, a year ago, and we fostered this beautiful little female um, foster dog who had been um, physically and emotionally neglected and abused for years. She was 15, and she was just this really <laughs> kind of sad little thing, and we just loved her, and there was some kind of a very deep, deep heart connection that that I mm -hmm. felt with her, and we kept her for 11 months. She just passed a few weeks ago, and I just felt the whole time I had her and since she passed, that there was something very significant that I was supposed to have um, received from her, her presence, and that, mm -hmm. and I just keep asking my guides and angels, you know, who, who is this, and what, what am I supposed to learn here, and who is this? Like I felt like somehow deeply that it was someone that I already knew. There was some healing to be done. Um, it felt very much like the love that, that circled between she and I healed not just her, but, but me as well. Mm -hmm. And um, we just got another new little foster hospice guy who's 15 here the other day. And I just i am wanting to make sure that I know what what. What all of that mm. was about before I move forward with all of the love that I have mm -hmm. for this little one here before he goes. And so I'm just wondering if you can give yeah. me any clarity on this little sweet, precious thing that, that yeah. we were gifted. Well, um, I think it's beautiful to... I've had several uh, senior dogs uh, quite a few times, actually. I didn't call it hospice but they were old very old and then they passed and that was sort of the offering was to keep them comfortable and and happy and loved while they were uh, with us what i what i have come to understand is that animals come into our lives to help us through significant passages in our lives and so it's very I'm interesting sorry, that I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing you. You're cutting in and out. Is that just okay. my phone? Yeah, I think it is your phone. So just go ahead and listen listen along, and I'll do the best I can. 
Um, okay, animals come you. into our lives for spiritual passages. And so yes. the dog that just passed walked you right up to the edge of um, this virus situation. The dog accompanied you into this newly changing world. And the dog that has come now has sort of taken over from the other being to walk you into the next passage. I can't identify, I, I can't tell who they are to you, but what I have found is okay. that most dogs are <laughs> major, they're not people we know, like our grandfather, it's major past life souls. Um, like we have a dog, Abby, who's a Lhasa Apso, and she's uh -huh. the most clear um, connection to a monk past life. It's just, it's just so clear. Uh, and so you might just look at what this, you know, past life wise, what this dog reminds you of. Um, and the other thing to remember is that we think we're taking care of the dogs, right? or the cats, or any, the llamas, the goats, we think we're taking care of them. Yes, but they really come to take care. Yeah, they really do. And so this is a guide that comes into your, both the one that just passed and the one that is with you now. This is like having a spirit guide in the house. <laughs> so so uh, yeah. just accept the, t the lessons that you're receiving. They're there to help you, even though it appears the other way. Um, Aaron, thank you so much for calling. I'm going to, I have to take a break. I'm noticing the time, but I wish you the best. And um, thank you for adding that into the show today. Uh, thank you. We're going to go to a quick break and well. everybody you, yeah, thank you. You've been listening to ask Sarah thank with you. Sarah Wiseman and we'll be back in just a moment. Thank you. Ready to learn the secrets of spiritual intuition? Did you know that Sarah Wiseman offers over 20 courses in psychic development, soul growth, karma, healing, past lives, and more? And that they are all sliding scale, pay what you want? These premium online courses are self-study, so you can work on your own schedule. Sign up for Sarah's courses now at sarahwiseman.com. That's S-A-R-A-Wiseman.com. Welcome back to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. Uh, we are working through March uh, 2020, um, and we are in the midst of the coronavirus. We have free readings Tuesday. You can call into 844-390-8255. And before we go back to our callers, I want to read to you, I want to read to you the April channeling. I just put this out on my blog um, if you guys are signed up for uh, Daily Divine, you also receive it straight into your inbox. You can go to Sarah Wiseman and get signed up for that. This was channeled in um, 
early February. This was channeled in early February before there was a lot of awareness about what was going to happen. I'm just going to read part of it to you. And uh, of countries and cults, uh, the world is showing you new understanding of oneness. You are watching this unfold before your eyes. We know you are living in fear or sensing fear or working hard to keep fear at bay. This is a time that feels like wartime for those of you who remember and for those of you who have heard of these times but not experienced them, you are recalling what wartime feels like. But do not be afraid. Light is arriving in shimmering knowing and light is shining upon all corners of darkness. Recall that war can be physical and war can be mental and what you are experiencing is the stress of mental fear and mental chaos. This is what you are fighting, your fear. Remember, your fear is an illusion of darkness, the silky manipulation of separation, and it is not real. You, as a soul, are free. You, as collective soul, are finally starting to recognize your interdependence your interconnection, your true oneness, not just as humans, but as all of Gaia, one living, living, breathing entity among the vast family of entities in the universe. So even as plagues and diseases come and the climate violence arrives, you are seeing that oneness is becoming known in collective soul. This is not something that is about countries. The divisions of countries is not real. It is arbitrary and rational. It is not true. In reality, on this planet, on Gaia, there are no countries. No one owns the land. No one owns the nation. No nation is sovereign. No dividing lines are real. It is all fallacy and old system and it is falling fast. There are two more parts to this channeling, so we're going to do that a little bit later in the show. And now we're going to go to our caller, which is, I'm thinking it's Kyra. Kyra, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks. Hi. And, um, is it Kyra, Kyra, or Kira? Kyra or Kira? It's Kira. It's Kira. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. Um, okay. My connection seems a little bit... Um, wonky so if i cut out i think it might just be my phone but um i'm happy to be okay. on and connected yeah well, what can i uh look into for you or what's your question so um i was on previously months ago and asked about being a teacher i'm a kindergarten teacher and um i asked about like how to be a teacher at this time and i think my, my question still stems in that area is like how to move forward as an educator um, in this time when, when a lot of our, like our system is kind of breaking down and how to, mm -hmm. how can I best be as a messenger of unity? So um, I think that for you, the answer is similar to uh, our first caller, Jackie, 
in that um, now what is happening is happening, but this will soon, and I, I forgive me, I just keep receiving soon, and it doesn't make sense to me when I look at the science, but that's what I keep receiving, so I'm going to provide that to you guys. This will be moved through sooner than we think, and then um, the next steps will be put in place. Like, we are permanently changed by this in terms of how we work. Um, once you've worked online from home, <laughs> both the workers and the companies are like, yeah, why don't we always do that? What were we thinking having these huge buildings and all this commuting and that's craziness. So there's going to be a massive shift towards creating jobs that can be done that way. And that includes in education in terms of learning how to teach online. So I would suggest that you prepare your, like, things have changed. We aren't going back to how things were. And so spending some time, and, and this is not a bad thing. This is a great thing. This is a much needed change. So spending some time acclimatizing yourself to the idea that things have changed and then asking for guidance about what the new what the new normal looks like and then moving toward that so i think using this time to to sort of accept that change is here and accept that you will have great contribution but in a new way going forward does that make sense to you yeah that definitely does yeah yeah thank you and uh, yeah i mean uh it's beautiful to work one-on-one with kids But the way we've been doing it with giant schools is really not sustainable. Um, It's not sustainable uh, on a lot of different levels. But what I see the model going to is a lot of online learning and a lot of like small, almost like neighborhood things where they work with a teacher. And this is a way in the future, but it's, it becomes very small, like almost like you have a, a teacher contact and then, um, you work with a handful of students uh, who live near. And so I think that is more the lines of how things are going, which is very different. A lot of things are going to change in this way to become more um, more uh, where we work closer to where we are and we work online. Anyway, Kira, thank you for calling into the program and uh, wish you the best. Yeah, don't Don't be afraid of change. It's just kind of how things go. We can take some more callers. Free readings Tuesday, 844-390-8255, Lines are open. I want to continue to read this April channeling, um, which was channeled in uh, February, early February. So we have, uh, let me just... Actually, I'll just take this call first. We've got Kim from Toronto. Kim, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. I yes, really can... appreciate this opportunity. Good. Well, what can I um, help you with? Well, uh, I read your email as it always comes to my inbox. And today was the day that because I'm at home and not at work, I actually noticed the opportunity to be able to call in. And I said to myself that this was something that was going to occur that I definitely would get through. So I am so 
blessed to have this opportunity, and I want to thank you in advance. Um, mm. I've been on a spiritual and emotional, physical journey for the past, well, uh, probably six years, but more importantly, the last three years, and um, discovering more about who I am and what my life um, my life purpose is and and where that stands in terms of 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 my service to others um Mm -hmm. but in this last year i've been struggling greatly with uh low self-esteem and uh feelings of not being worthy Mm. Mm -hmm. so what i think kim is that you are actually experiencing part of it's you, but what I'm also sensing is that uh, your empathic nature is picking up stuff that doesn't belong to you. Does this, does this, so, so on the one hand, you might still have a little, little bit of low self-esteem left, but I have the feeling that you're actually picking up the vibration or the pattern or the feelings of low self-esteem in the collective. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of sensitives, <laughs> which is everyone listening, right? Uh, we're yeah. having this, part of the issue like right now is we're having this empathic overwhelm with all of uh, like that, I don't remember the painter, but that, the painting, the scream, you know, we're all just feeling all the pain. And so um, this is a little unsettling. So I think that letting go, so two parts, one, understanding that you're sort of picking up the pain from others. And the solution to that is just to let it go through you when it sort of comes as a wave and just, um, just breathe love into that, breathe compassion into that, but don't pay a whole lot of extra attention to it. It doesn't need to be fixed. It doesn't need to be healed. You're already fine. You just kind of get used to the wave of like, oh, there's that crummy feeling again. Okay. Take it in. Let it go. Thank you. You know, just, just, you don't need to heal it or work on it. It's all set already. And then okay. the other thing that you mentioned that is so strong is like when we begin to serve others, all of our concerns about ourselves just go away the minute we start helping others and one of the things that you have as such a gift is you're a very deep person and you have this incredibly um, beautiful like voice of calm or presence of calm and that is especially useful to others who tend to like you know spiral out and have looping thoughts and you're just this voice of calm that has the ability to to calm and bring others back down to a more consistent vibration so what were you thinking of doing with your gifts of of this extreme empathy and this extreme ability to sort of settle people what were you thinking of doing well i've been it's been suggested to me by others that reiki be something that would be of benefit um I'm not sure. I've been trying to decide, trying to um, get a feel for 
for where I would best be suited. I work in a high school in the guidance office, and I'm constantly coming into contact with students that that I I can just feel what they they need at the time they walk in the door, and yes, and it's been the most rewarding um, thing for me in the last uh, you know three years. Mm-hmm. So what it feels like is that you're going to start to do the same thing, but with a more spiritual flavor. So like with your, I'm guessing with the students, you can't, you can't speak spiritually to them because that's not allowed, (laughs) not allowed. So you're going to be looking for some kind of way you're working with people and it, it could be young people, but it also could be people of all ages where you're just beginning to, um, coach them or counsel them or um, just work with them as a support system. But this idea of providing them with calm and strength and um, helping them find their way. So I'm not sure you're going to be in the same setting, but you're going to be doing a, like a similar work, but opening up the spiritual intuitive aspect, like claiming it like uh, I'm not a high school guidance. I'm a spiritual guidance. That's, sort of along you're, you're entering the the spiritual portal um and t- putting that mantle on as opposed to doing it in a more mainstream way so right. again this this is all gonna um probably fall into your lap in a couple months uh i would just be aware of other ways to help but with a slightly different demographic and under under the spiritual umbrella instead of under the more mainstream un- umbrella yeah. Um, yeah, I I I feel that um, what you're saying completely, um, mm-hmm. and I'm I you know constantly ask for guidance every night when I go to bed and and you know ask that I be guided to the path of what my highest and best you uh, mm-hmm. is you know uh, through spirit through you know uh, the universe through divine guidance. Um, mm-hmm and try to pay attention to the signs that will be presented in front of me without thinking too much about it, but just letting it happen mm-hmm. naturally. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, sometimes, uh, like when you get to a point where you're receiving the same general flavor message, uh, kind of like stop asking that question because the universe will just keep giving you that answer. But... Um, begin to look for uh, begin to look for the synchronicities like it's synchronistic that you got on the radio show and I said what I said and probably there's going to be other synchronicities today relating to um, how to finesse what your direction is but I think you already have your clear answer of where you're going um, and now it's just paying attention to all the weird things that that happen you know all the surprises that happen and following those and that's how your path will unfold. Don't be set on it needing to be a particular way. Just watch as it unfolds. Yeah. That's interesting well, that you yeah. Say that. Yeah. Well, Kim, I'm gonna like. Yeah. Abs- a fo- synchronicities are always there, and even if we're stuck in our houses or our apartments or whatever, they still show up. <laughs> the universe can reach us no matter where we are. So. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to let you go. I need to take a, 
Yeah, I need to take Thank a quick, you. a super fast break, but uh, we'll be back in just a moment with more Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. Ready to learn the secrets of spiritual intuition? Did you know that Sarah Wiseman offers over 20 courses in psychic development, soul growth, karma, healing, past lives, and more? And that they are all sliding scale, pay what you want? These premium online courses are self-study, so you can work on your own schedule. Sign up for Sarah's courses now at sarahwiseman.com. That's S-A-R-A-Wiseman.com. Welcome back to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. Today's free reading Tuesday, uh, 844-390-8255. We might have time for one more caller, hopefully, uh, and the lines are open. Looks like we have Elizabeth from uh, L.A. Elizabeth, welcome. Are you there? Let's see. I can't quite hear you. Is Elizabeth there? Hi. Hi, Hi welcome here. to the show. Good. What can I Thank help you, you out with today? Yeah. Um, well, are you going to be focusing on the astrology aspect of it or on another intuitive level? Uh, no, I don't really, I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not the best astrologer. In my, I have a limited knowledge. I really just like to uh, check in with what's what you'd like to look into and, and see what I can provide spiritually and intuitively. Wonderful. Um, yeah, I'm, um, I, I, I'm flat going back and forth inside myself between feeling like I need to be of service um, and that I need to stay quiet inside myself. And uh, it, it, there's a lot of energy side of me right now and I'm I'm not directing it to anything negative but I'm struggling with the energy inside me and mm-hmm. I'm also looking towards beyond this collective panic you know and mm-hmm. I'm thinking well uh, what's ahead what's what what are the opportunities and um, but my my overriding impulse is to just stay really quiet and internal. And mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. have a feeling other people are feeling this too, but I uh, I feel like I'm combusting inside. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I guess my question would be, how do I manage this intense energy, and how do I direct it, and what are my opportunities? And I. Um, and I guess that energy is fear because I uh, I don't feel like I have the energy to go towards what is possible. I think that's the most true right. thing I can say. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Um, well, I think I think 
what has been helping me, and I've been in a similar place, and I would guess lots of folks would be in this place, is to really yeah, accept you know, I, I that. I can hear you. Okay, go yeah, ahead and yeah. just um, try and listen along. Um, you can put yourself on mute and listen on your device if you want, because uh, we don't have too much time left. Um, but yeah, yeah. what I have been doing, what I have been doing is, uh, what I have been doing is um, accepting. First off, accepting that the change is here. Like this is the reality. We're in a change. And so just accepting that and not trying to put it so that um, so that we well, are trying to keep I things as they were. Really so we're going to let you go, Elizabeth. We're we're going to. I'm just going to answer your question on the air because um, we're having a disruption there. But uh, yes. so anyway, the first thing to do is go ahead and accept that change is here, and really just be with the reality of it. And then the next thing to do that I've been doing is noticing how much has stayed the same. Like if you're in your house or apartment. Um, if you're in your house or apartment, you know, those things are basically kind of like they were last week. Um, your body is probably pretty similar to how it was. Um, the people that you know are probably pretty similar. So we've got these two things happening. One, change is here. We're all aware. And two, everything's the same. So we're kind of holding those things. So whenever I go into this fear spiral, um, I just accept okay, this is change. We've all been through change millions of times in our life. This is change. We're going to go through it. Um, and we're going to be okay coming out the other side. But we're getting this lesson that really, you know, everything is impermanent. Everything's changing. Everything's shifting. And then the other th way that I'm looking at it is that collective soul has the ability to gather together and to so that we have the ability as collective soul to shift from fear into love and this is a choice we can make we can either attach to because think we've all been attaching to drama and chaos and political sides and so forth for the last several years, we've just been fighting. This polarity wants this. This polarity wants this. And the universe is just like, no, enough. Enough of your behavior. We need to, and it's, you know, maybe you're like, oh, I've been good. I haven't been doing that. Okay, but we're talking about the collective, which we are part of. The collective needs to shift. And so here is this big wake up. That is showing us that um, we, we're ready for change. Change is here. We didn't change on our own. And so now we're going to get moved forward to our next level of understanding. I want to just finish by reading a bit more about um, this channeling. There's just a little bit here. Separation does not hold. If a disease can cross from country to country, the border does not hold. If climate can cross from country to country, the border does not hold. If people can cross from country to country, the border does not hold. 
The border does not hold because it is something made up in your mind. Even a child can see that the earth, that Gaia has no divisions. It is one as you are all one. Not just you as humans connected to each other, but you as humans and nature and spirit and substance, all energies are connected without end. Not just on Gaia either, the entire universe as one. So, you are beginning to learn this lesson. Borders are not really real. They are false and they are coming down because they have no meaning in the new reality that is unfolding right before your eyes. It may feel frightening to watch this or it may feel thrilling, but either way, this is what is happening over time. Will this falling way of borders, this no border world, happen in a year? No. In a decade? No. But it is happening over time and this is the bigger reality to watch underneath the political posturing that is abjectly false. Don't be fooled. Notice what is really happening. And then here's this last subject of this channeling for April. Cults fall away. The cult is also falling away. You have been seeing this. The cult of politics, the cult of religion, the cult of banking, the cult of corporations. Alrighty, we're going to wrap up our show. There's a little bit more. You can go to the website, sarahweisman.com, go to the blog. You'll see the April forecast there. Remember, uh, the Past Life Project and the Anxiety Project, just $15. Also at sarahweisman.com, go to courses. You'll find those right there. Guys, be brave. Be gentle with yourselves. Support each other. Stay home and uh, know that uh, we're going to get through this. And uh, for whatever reason, it just feels like things are already shifting toward that direction. Hold that vision in your mind. You've been listening to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman, and I'll be back with you next week. Want more of Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in weekly for more divine teachings on living a soul-led life. Want Sarah's books, courses, and free gifts? Visit sarahwiseman.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.